Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Word of the Day. This week we are in Psalms 40, talking about patience. another wonderfully wet day, (laughs) wet and rainy day, Uh, another fabulous day in quarantine, just one of 100 million. And uh, in in that theme, today's episode is, is episode three of 100 million on the topic of patience. Uh, yeah, the last, uh, last two times when we talked over Christmas, I brought about some of the, um, verses I had been studying about patience. So, um, I, uh, it's not working. I need more patience. (laughs) I seem, uh, uh, seem to be lacking still in that area. Uh, so I thought I'd treat myself to uh, another day's study of patience. <laughs> so, so um, turn with me now to uh, Psalm 40, and let's get started. of music of David, a song. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth a psalm of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not look to the proud, to those who turn aside to false gods. Many, O Lord my God, are the wonders you have done. The things you planned for us no one can recount to you. Were I to speak and tell of them, they would be too many to declare. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but my ears you have pierced. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not require. Then I said, Here I am, Lord. I have come, it is written about me in the scroll. I desire to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. 
I proclaim righteousness in the great assembly. I do not seal my lips, as you know, O Lord. I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. I speak of your faithfulness and salvation. I do not conceal your love and your truth from the great assembly. Do not withhold your mercy from me, O Lord. May your love and your truth always protect me. For troubles without number surround me. My sins have overtaken me, and I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head, and my heart fails within me. Be pleased, O Lord, to save me. O Lord, come quickly to help. May all who seek to take my life be put to shame and confusion. May all who desire my ruin be turned back in disgrace. May those who say to me, Aha, aha, be appalled at their own shame. And may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation always say, The Lord be exalted. Yet I am poor and needy. May the Lord think of me. You are my help and my deliverer, O oh my God. Do not delay. So, <clears throat> another, another sip is needed, I think. Mm. So, um, uh, usually I think I, I share these verses after I've been thinking about them for a while. And uh, I only just read this one this morning. But um, it really spoke to, really spoke to the struggle that I am feeling with this new year. I know that a new year has come and we're all supposed to think, yeah, things are going to change now. Things are going to get different. Things are going to be better. Things are looking up. It's, um, it's a common thing that happens with the new year that positive outlook. Um, and I don't know how far you're getting with that. Um, I got uh, a couple minutes out of it. So yeah, <laughs> I hope you're getting longer. Mm. So I wanted to, to delve more this morning into verses about patience to help me um, just focus on being patient it's and and more waiting on uh, waiting, waiting on God. And uh, I love this passage because it's also so full of hope. And hope is something I really, uh, really struggle with as far as like thinking that things are going to get better or thinking that it'll turn up. But the... Um, the tone of this psalm is just so hopeful. And uh, it it gets a bit weird to get used to. You know, this he's he sounds very proud in many of the pieces. Um so you know it I waited patiently for the Lord. Verse one. <laughs> verse one. <laughs> um uh so uh, it takes a while to to get used to it, and maybe you can't get used to it. Uh, but 
um, it's just, it's very hopeful. Like it being for someone like me, who's the situation hasn't ended. Um, you know, I'm finding, you know, still having to deal with the situation and, and it's really hard for me to hear verse one. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. Nope. Nothing's changed. Same, same situation. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I don't know about that, but, um, but, you know, I've been, in a way he didn't answer in the way that I wanted. And that's, um, and that's a big part of it. You know, it's, the situation didn't go away and that's what I wanted. I wanted the situation to change. I wanted it to be different, but that, um, uh, that didn't change. That didn't happen. And that makes me angry and that makes me sad. <sighs> but this aspect of God turning and hearing my cry, you know, the fact that he's still listening to my, my complaints is a comfort, even though I'm still waiting on things to change. And this psalm is so helpful. Verse 2. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. I'm still in the pit. I'm still in the mud. But it just gave me an, a nice imagery of maybe I'm not out of the mud and the mire yet. But I'm at least on his shoulders, and he's walking through it. And he is that rock. He is the rock that he has set me on, even if it's just chilling out on his shoulders as he slurps, slumps through the mud. <laughs> at least I'm sitting on a rock. And that I can be, and that I can rejoice in. And even though he hasn't not yet to put a new song in my mouth or a hymn of praise, I can say that I'm thankful that I'm on the shoulders of my rock. And it's, uh, this, like I said, this psalm is tough, but it's, it's so hopeful. Verse 4, blesses the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not lurk, look to the proud, to those who turn aside to false gods. Um, yeah, blessed eventually. <laughs> but the process is tough, man. The process is hard. I was just discussing this the other day with one of my friends. Why is doing the right thing always the hardest? You know, you hear... You grow up, you hear, you know, blessed is the man who is upright. Blessed is the man, da-da-da. I even said blessed. Isn't that funny? You can hear the uh, you can hear the traditional training that I've received if I read blessed as blessed. <laughs> so, you know, it's you hear all these verses in the Bible about blessed. You're blessed if, if you trust in God. You're blessed if you hope in the Lord. You're blessed if your righteousness is in the Lord. You have all these verses. Verse, I mean, if you want to you can look at the Sermon on the Mount, you know, Jesus himself is like, blessed is the, 
blessed is he who da 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 da. He lists all these, you know, upright characteristics. And he says, you're blessed if you have it. Uh, he doesn't say, uh, well, he doesn't say in this passage <laughs> how hard it is to do that. Um, how difficult it is, how much it's going against the very fabric of your soul sometimes. And, uh, and that's the theme of this song, right? This psalm is saying, look to the end. It's hard to do the right thing now, but at the end, you'll be blessed for doing it. And, um, and that's, uh, that's why I hope that you too will meditate on this verse this week. Um, and because it's, this is tough stuff. I mean, first five, just first five was so hard for me today. Many, oh Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done. Yeah. It's, I got, I got a list of like 25 terrible things I've experienced in my life. And, and you want me to say many have the wonders that you have done. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I can list like uh, all the stuff you did with the Israelites. I'd love some, some self examples, you know? So, hmm. so it's tough. This is a tough, a tough verse to chew on. You know, thinking when you're going through a tough time, it's so hard for me when I'm going through a tough time to think of the good things that have happened. You know, the wonders um, that God has done, and and it's it's hard. I mean, it takes so much effort. To think on these things, um, especially when the, the situations in life seems to get seem to get harder and harder, or difficult in different ways. But the verse goes on. The verse pushes us to try and count the things that we're thankful for, the things you plan for us. No one can recount to you. Were I to speak and tell of them, they would be too many to declare. You know, this um, this aspect of there's so many good things happening around us. That's so hard to, to even grasp in the middle of the worldwide situation, in the middle of a lot of our personal situations. You know, thinking that there's so many good things that there's too many to even talk about. And uh, so, you know, this this verse is tough. And it's, uh, you know, there's a reason that thankfulness is a skill. It's something that you don't magically get overnight. It's like all of the virtues, patience, endurance, forbearance, righteousness. It's a skill. It takes practice. And sometimes it's easier to practice than the others. And right now it's just been really hard for me to practice. And I don't know what you do when you are in states where you're just having trouble being thankful, but I often I'm trying to start with little things like, and, and it's going to sound corny, but it's just, you know, thank you that I woke up today alive. Thank you that I could get out of bed and put two feet on the ground. I may have lost some of you there. 
but <laughs> it's just it, uh, it's just that level that you know. Thank you for this cup of coffee. Thank you for you know the fact that I can afford to have a cup of coffee. Thank you that I can sleep in a bed and not on the floor. You know, it's, again, might have lost some of you there too. Maybe not. So it's, you know, little things. Thank you for the scarf I can wrap around my neck and uh, to keep my myself warm as I step into the cold. It, it's just so rudimentary. But it's that mindset that I know that I need. And it's, I mean, this Bible verse itself says, this passage says itself that that's what it wants. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but my ears you have pierced. You know, and this is, this is such an interesting, um, you know, some, some, as, uh, some passages or some books translate it as my body you have pierced or you, my body you have prepared for me. You know, it's this, and Jesus, um, this is one of the, um, this is one of the passages that we relate to Jesus. And, uh, and this is, uh, but for us, when we hear, but my ears, you have pierced. You hear in some of the other passages in the Bible where you're calling God, incline your ear to me, or I have inclined my ear to you. And it's this aspect of listening. Now we're paying attention. And um, this sort of zing that comes with paying attention, this piercing, this, this conviction maybe, or just this sort of aha moment, like, oh man, oh, I get it. You know, this, and that's, that's what comes from seeking God, from trying to be patient, trying to be thankful, to just turning your head a little bit sideways so you can hear a little bit better, metaphorically. It's, you know, with this listening and with this intending our ear towards God, we can see, we can hear, may not be in the way we want or as clear as we want, but we can see and we can hear. And, uh, yeah, and the verse goes on. Again, the pridefulness of the verse takes a little bit to get used to. Uh, I proclaim righteousness in the great assembly. I do not seal my lips. I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. Sounds very boastful, childish. But in essence, he's saying, um, I'm still seeking you, God. You know, I'm still chasing after you. Not perfectly. He goes on in verse 12, for troubles without number surround me. My sins have overtaken me and I cannot see. 
So the seeking, you know, at the same time, he says, I'm doing good things. I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to be faithful. I'm trying to be good. You know, do not withhold your mercy from me, O God. May your love and your truth always protect me. But then at the same time, he's saying, my sins have overtaken me and I cannot see. Not a situation has overtaken me. I have put myself in this situation. My sins have done it. And I cannot see past what I have done. And it's so paradoxical that he would claim that this author would claim his righteousness and then uh, just like a sentence later say, yeah, I, I screwed up. You know, they are more than the hairs of my head and my heart fails within me. It's But still he but still he says in verse 13, be pleased, O Lord, to save me. His righteousness is not a perfect righteousness as is ours. We have the rock that we stand on, which is Christ. But we mess up. And that does not take away our right to call out to God and say, come quickly to help me. And that's, um, so I just, I just, again, I just, I love the hope of this verse. The gusto. I love the gusto of this verse. Um, and uh, it's it's something that I am nowhere near at this point. But uh, I think all of us can say we're trying. <laughs> and I think that that's the point of this. Um, but may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. I wish for that so much for you, as well as myself. That those of you who might be seeking and searching might find joy in God, might find a prick in the ear, might find some sort of sign or answer or something. Even if it's just a sign or an answer that says, just keep going. And the psalm ends perfectly to how I feel. Yet I am poor and needy. May the Lord think of me. You are my help and my deliverer, O oh my God. Do not delay. So I hope that um, you continue to cry out to God this week. I know that some of you might find it easier than others. Um, some of you might have a little bit more hope than others, or confidence in others, or... But I just invite you to think on this psalm, this balance of confidence in God and uh, 
you know, a real sight into yourself. I, and I just hope that you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And uh, as someone who has suffered from depression before, sometimes, and still struggles with it, sometimes the most you can do is stand up out of the bed, get dressed, eat something. And if that's all you accomplish today, that's a step. And no one can take that step forward from you. So, I wish you well in your work weeks, in your non-work weeks, in your week. Whatever happens this week, I hope and pray that you will, in confidence, be patient. And that concludes this episode of Word of the Day. Thank you for joining me, and I hope to see you next time. God bless.